Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 87 after a brief hiatus. Just a brief one. <laughs> Just a brief one, maybe like a month, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but it's halfway through the year, Yep. which means another countdown episode, guys. Woo! Top songs and albums of 2021 so far. This is what you're listening to today, so strap in. You've got a big one ahead of you. Yes. But, Vivian, we'll start off start off with your number five song. What yes. have you got? So my number five of 2021 so far is How Dare You Want More by Bleachers. So um, I think I've spoken about Bleachers many a times on this podcast, more <laughs> specifically Jack Antonoff. Yes. Um, so this song is, I guess, I think it's their second single of the year so far. Um, they've had a bit of like a hiatus from like their last album. They haven't been releasing too much stuff, but then they released two singles this year and this is the second one, How Dare You Want More. And it is just, it is such a fun song. It's such a like feel good, like bop that you just, every time you listen to it, your mood just instantly boosts. Um, and it's such a cool song because... What I really love about it is it really gives off this, like, Bruce Springsteen, like, almost, like, Americana-type, like, happy vibe, (laughs) which I know sounds kind of weird, but when you listen to it, you'll definitely get what I mean, especially the way that Jack sings. Like, it's it's this very sort of, like, he kind of has, like, a blasé sort of tone about it, but then the sort of energy comes from, like, the instruments and the production, which is really cool. And my absolute favourite part of the song is there is a call and response solo between the guitar and I want to say it's... Pretty sure it's a saxophone. Yeah, I was going to say it's a sax. It is literally the coolest thing on (sighs) it. I love it. It is so cool. And you just don't really hear like call and response solos in this type of like genre like pop music like takes me back to when we were studying like jazz music yes. in like grade 10 <laughs> i know literally and it, that's the thing that's why it's so cool to hear this in this sort of way because it's such a fun way it it like the song is very high energy and then right before it gets to the solo it sort of brings everything down and it really is a good way to sort of build everything up again because the rest of the song, it's just, like, it really ends on a high. And, yeah, I love it. It's so cool. Like, Vivian, like, she was playing it for me and she was like, okay, get ready for this bit. And I <laughs> had no idea what I was in for. I was like, okay, it might just be, like, a, I don't know, like a guitar solo or something. And it yeah. started out that way. And then the sax came and I was like, hold on, hold on a minute. <laughs> I need to just <laughs> take it just in. take that in for a second. And it just got so much better. It was the coolest thing ever. And then towards the end, I love it when, like, you can hear there's a lot more people like singing along and they sort of like sing along with the saxophone yes like along with that melody line that it's playing and it's just yeah it's such a feel-good track i am obsessed i'm definitely adding it to my rotation i love it so much it's so cool but yeah that is my number five how dare you want more by bleachers maddie what is your number five all right my number five song of 2021 so far is close to you by day glow so i haven't chatted about this song on the podcast i was almost going to yes another song surpassed it um i can't remember what it is but this song is another like sort of on the same vein as um vivian's song it's really like really fun really high energy um dayglow he's got like i've only recently discovered um his music lately i think he's only sort of just popped onto the scene recently um 
but he's got a really like 70s 80s kind of niche Mm. with his like flavor that he's added into this his pop music and it's just like you can really tell with sort of like the rhythms and the the production and like the instruments that he used that a lot there's a lot of like synths and there's a lot of sort of like funky kind of elements to it and it's really really fun i am obsessed with this song right now i've been playing it like so so much recently and it's just yeah just like a bop to listen Mm. to to be quite honest it's such a such a fun song and yeah like that synth i think that's definitely like the centerpiece (laughs) yeah yeah of this song and i'm assuming Dago's music but um yeah it's just such a like feel good song and that's the thing when you know a lot of artists try to replicate like these sort of synth sounds that you know really does replicate like the sound of the 80s and whatnot it's i feel like really easy to come across come across as really like cliche and like you know um like cringe in a way in a way but i think Dayglo just knocks it out of the park it's yeah it's really a really really like fun happy song and i really employ you to listen to it it's super super cool um so yeah it is called close to you by Dayglo. that's my number five so we'll move on to number four now um and mine is called forever by the shadow boxes so i have also recently discovered um this band and they released their i think it was their debut album at the end of last year Mm. um which has made it hard for me to do this list because i had a (laughs) lot of songs in mind but they were all released last year not this year and obviously that's against the rules yes but this song forever is was released on their deluxe version of the album that came out this year so it counts we Um, love a loophole we we love a loophole (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's so, so fun. It's another sort of like similar to Dayglow. They've got like this like 70s, 80s sort of niche. Um, It's like really, really nice, beautiful harmonies. And it really like a lot of the synth use like swells really nicely. Mm. And this one isn't sort of as upbeat. It's like toned down a little bit. It's really sort of um, like a slow groove. Yeah. That you can kind of like, you know, sort of move along to if you'd like. And it's just, yeah, like a lot of their melody is in their falsetto, which is mm-hmm. super cool. It's like a trio of three guys, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I did some research on them and apparently they opened for Justin Timberlake so cool. on a tour. Um, and he was sort of like their mentor, which is super cool. And we were, like, reading reviews um, from other people and someone, I can't remember who, described them as, like, a modern-day Bee Gees, Mm -hmm. which was, like, the perfect analogy, I think, for their music because it's so, like, on one end of the spectrum, it's, like, super fresh and it's got this, like, really, really new sort of pop sound, but it's really reminiscent of that, like, 70s, 80s Mm. sort of nostalgic feel to it and it's just really really cool and i like this song yeah yeah i I couldn't have said it better myself like it definitely pays tribute to that era like that obviously the 80s but then like yeah that 70s disco vibe that the bgs dominated basically (laughs) um and it's so cool to hear like sort of this modern twist on it because it's just such a specific time and it's such a specific like point where like i feel like if you try to just replicate it it can come off really badly but no like it's so groovy i love the falsetto it's yeah yeah it's really 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 awesome a lot of pretty much like the majority of the songs i've heard so far 
they've all been singing in falsetto and it's just super fun i love it um throwback to like one of our first ever episodes oh my god (laughs) god that's so long ago um but yeah no it's just a really really fun song and i really think you guys should listen to it it's called forever by the shadow boxes now vivian what's your number four song so my number four um song of 2021 so far is down by saint vincent so yes typical me yeah we knew this was gonna (laughs) pop up at some point yeah of course um and as you guys know i love saint vincent i've talked about this song before on the podcast so i won't talk about it too much now um but what i will say is that the song it's i believe it was the second or third single um coming from her latest album daddy's home and it's just such a groovy track like I talked about it in the episode, but the way that, you know, St. Vincent sort of shows off her guitar skills because she is a very well-renowned guitar player is just really, really cool because I feel like with her sort of most recent stuff, you haven't really been able to hear that. But in this song, it's just, she shows that off and it's so good. Such a funky, like, 70s groove to it as well. Mm, Yeah. yeah. I think, like, listening to it the second time, because I think... When you first showed it to me, I wasn't, like, super in love with it. But, like, listening to it again, I sort of, you know, picked up on new things and sort of found a fresh perspective. And I think I like it a lot more listening to it now than I did when you first showed it to me. So... I love it. There's progress. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's really cool. I really like... I think the melody, when it's sort of, like, all... When all of the production, all of the instruments sort of come in in, like, the main chorus, it wasn't something that I was, like in love with the first time but it's slowly growing on me yeah and like you know i think i mentioned this on the episode where i talked about it but jack antonoff he produced he's like a producer for saint vincent as well and you know like him being on this album i think is really really cool as well especially in this track you can really hear his sort of like grooves and influences if if you've listened to a lot of you know his production before so yeah, I love the song so much, but that is my number four, Down by St. Vincent. Now we'll take a break from our songs and we'll go into our albums. So yep. we both have two albums and I will kick us off with my number two, which is Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice. So I haven't spoken about, I, I've spoken about Wolf Alice before on the podcast and I did speak about The Last Man on Earth, which was... Um, their lead single for this um, album and I sort of said in that episode how that song was a very interesting route to sort of take in terms of their lead single because it's just like a piano ballad it's there's not really it's not high energy it's a very sort of somber type of song and I definitely feel like Blue Weekend reflects that it's not there's especially as you might find out later on in the episode there are a few songs that are quite (laughs) intense and heavy and you know, very sort of reminiscent of their, like, grungy sort of style. But the album as a whole is a very somber album, and there's a lot of beautiful ballads on this album, which I didn't really see coming. I thought that it wasn't going to be like that at all. But, yeah, so many beautiful tracks. Um, The Beach, The Beach 2, No Hard Feelings is such a great track. Um, Play the Greatest Hits, um, Lipstick on the Glass. There's just so many great songs on this album, and... I definitely think like they that this has potential to be to do really well in like award seasons coming. Well, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, so I'm very I'm very very um, happy that they managed to sort of knock this out of the park. Like they did like almost like a perfect three album trio. Their first two albums were so great, like commercially and critically, and again the same with 
Blue Weekend. But uh, that is my second album, Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice. Maddie, over to you. All right. My top two album of 2021 so far is Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Woo! So, yes, guys, I listened to it and I loved it. It was amazing. Top tracks for me are Traitor. Oh, my God. Yes. Absolute, like, heart-wrenching ballad. I'm obsessed. Um, And also, I love Enough For You and, you know, like, the classic single Driver's License, Deja Vu. They're all amazing. And Favourite Crime. Oh, my God. That's such a good one. Rips my heart out every time. It's beautiful. But, yeah, I'm so, so proud of what Olivia Rodrigo has managed to do with this album. Like, coming from, you know this like actress on this high school musical yeah tv show to now like having a ridiculous amount of weeks at like number one on the charts is an incredible achievement and she totally deserves it because this album is like insane it's so cool to see like the different genres that she's sort of gone down with different songs like when vivian you talked like a couple weeks ago about brutal yeah and like jealousy jealousy is another one that isn't sort of on that ballad train it's Mm. kind of it's cool to see her like switch it up because she is so early in her career and like she could go down so many different avenues and i think testing the waters to see what like she can do until she sort of like finds her niche is like and this is like the perfect way to do that i think this is a fantastic album oh i 100 percent agree and i i said it when i talked about it on the episode but it is such a great feat for someone her age to be able to do something like this as a debut album it's yeah. incredible and i think right now is the most exciting part most exciting time of her career because like you said she could really go anywhere yeah and it's you know all in her in her own sort of hands and i think that's also a really good place to be as a young artist sort of going from your debut album yeah i think it's yeah really really fantastic and i think like all of the popularity that this has, you know, garnered is just really, really, like, she's so deserving of it because it's really a wonderful album. Yes. So that's why it's my number two album of 2021 so far. Um, so we'll get back to our songs now. Yes. Um, so we're up to number three. And my top three is called When by Dodie. So Dodie has also released an album this year, How to Build a Problem, which I was like super super keen for yes for the whole year you like heard me complaining about it because it got (laughs) delayed like twice which was i was not happy about yep but this song when um it's not a new song of hers she like put out a version on like an ep in 2016 so it's quite an old song but this song, I'm, like, finding the loophole because she's completely <laughs> rearranged the whole thing and she's put it out on this new album and it is, like... I was already in love with the song yep. before it had this beautiful orchestral string arrangement underneath it, but it's just, like, levelled up, like, tenfold now. It is the most, like, heart-wrenching, gorgeous, like, soft ballad and this like swells of the strings underneath just take it to a completely new level and i am obsessed with what she's done it's fantastic i'm pretty sure she wrote the string arrangement herself which is again not something that's easy to do for someone who like isn't you know an orchestral composer 
Oh so, my gosh, that's incredible. Like writing a, I think it was like a 16 or something piece string arrangement is ridiculous. So shout out to Jodie for doing a fantastic job because it's beautiful and I'm obsessed. Yes, this was one of um, my favorite songs on the album when I listened to it. Um, as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast, I've I've always sort of loved Dodie in terms of like, as like a secondhand fan, like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've never fully dived into her discography, but like, I when I listened to her latest album, I was just obsessed. And this song, yeah, when those strings come in and the way it swells like you just want to cry because it's so beautiful it's so heart-wrenching it's so heart-wrenching especially like the lyrics like of course it's Dodie but you know that's just a given when you listen to her music but yeah just the way that everything comes together in the end is just so gorgeous and I get goosebumps every time I listen to it yeah just the harmonies are beautiful it all fits so nicely together I really 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 love this song and i want you all to listen to it and cry to it like i did (laughs) um so it's called when by dodie so that's my number three viv what's your number three so my number three um of 2021 so far is play the greatest hits by wolf alice so yes i did speak about this a little bit when we were talking about my album my second album but yeah this song play the greatest hits it's definitely one of the more upbeat songs on the album if anything it's probably one of only two upbeat songs on the album which is pretty pretty cool um and it's really what i really like about it is it's a really like brutally honest and visceral track that i think oh that's a good word for it yeah that i've just really loved it's in terms of like wolf alice and their music in general they're really sort of good at honing in on that sort of genre and this song it talks about relationships it talks about always sort of relying on people after moving on from relationships and the way that the productions it's very grungy it's very messy like it almost isn't like a clean mix if that makes sense when you listen to the song you'll definitely see what i mean and that's obviously very purposeful because when the song builds and you know when you just hear these like just visceral screams it all just works so perfectly together especially for what the song is trying to talk about yeah i mean i am not a fan of the song (laughs) that's just because it's just not my taste um, but yeah, I definitely agree with the very like grungy, messy yeah. vibe. That's the, like the perfect way to describe it. And I think like just the guitar, like the electric guitar that sort of like drives yes. through the whole thing is like a huge part of the song. And I think it does a good job of sort of putting it in that like genre really, really well. Um, yeah, yeah overall, it's not a song that I enjoy listening to, but <laughs> I appreciate the musicianship. yes for sure and yeah like it's just I definitely think when you listen to it in the album it comes at a really interesting spot as well and we always talk about like with albums like when artists we really appreciate it when artists specifically you know place the songs in a very specific order when you're listening to it full and yeah this definitely um knocks it out of the park for me so that is my number three play the greatest hits by wolf alice now we'll go into our number two. So getting to the end now. Oh, we'll get to the pointy end. <laughs> so my number two is Circle With Me by Spirit Box. So if you guys remember, I've spoken about Spirit Box before. I talked about their song Constance, which came out at the end of last year. Um, but that song was kind of like an outlier in terms of their discography. It, it's a very sort of 
um, sad, somber song about dealing with loss. And I I think I brought it as like a caught my ear because yeah. it was such an interesting way that they sort of portrayed that and like those emotions that you're dealing with. Um, but this song, Circle With Me, they released it a couple of months ago and it's their lead single from their debut album that's supposed to come out in September, I believe. So a lot of people in like the metal scene, metalcore scene are really sort of hyping this up, hyping up the album to be such like a big release for the year because Spirit Box have really sort of become really popular within the scene and even in the mainstream as well, which is really cool. So this song, Circle With Me, it is incredible. It yeah. is just so, so good. And what I really love about it is, it, very sort of true to Spirit, Spirit Box in general, is they sort of find a way to sort of tread the line between really heavy and then this really beautiful melodic, if not sort of more commercial side of what metal can be. And they just knock it out of the park every time, especially with this song being the lead single. I feel like, you know, sort of a lot was riding on it, if that makes sense for it to be commercially successful and everything. But yeah, it's just, it's so cool because the thing is, it's so heavy. Like, especially in the riff, like, it is such, such a cool riff. I really want to learn how to play it, but (laughs) I think it's played on a seven string, which I do not have. So I'll have to see if I can work my way around that. (laughs) But in saying that, um, it's, yeah, the riff is really cool, but... Courtney's vocals they're so gorgeous especially like in the in the verses they're very delicate even in the chorus itself she's not using any sort of like power I would say yeah it's not until the breakdown comes that you just she just unleashes yeah which which is where you lose me because I was I really really liked the song yeah up until like the actual sort of metal part yeah because <laughs> um, it's like it's really really nice to listen to like the melody is gorgeous and the you know like the instrumentation really sort of like it obviously is like a lot edgier than you'd normally expect you know from like a pop song but it's still really really nice and I was like enjoying listening to it and then it kind of like exploded and I was like (laughs) oh yeah that's why I don't listen to this but see (laughs) that's the cool thing about them like like I just said, like they, they really do find that, that line really well. And yeah, with the breakdown itself, it was just, it's just such a really, it's not a very long breakdown, but it's really, really effective, especially like Courtney's vocals. It's just, Mm. you just ask how, how it's shocking after listening to what she just sang previously (laughs) in the song and then hearing that come out of her mouth, like a second later, it's just like, mind-boggling like I don't understand it (laughs) I know and that's that's why I that's why I love I love this band so much and I'm so excited for their debut album but yeah yeah um it's just such a I feel like it's such a true spirit box song and I feel like if you maybe want to listen to heavy music but you're a little bit scared maybe you're just to get scared to jump in (laughs) I definitely feel like spirit box is a very good sort of like bridge in between yeah because i could like put up with that part of the song and yeah. listen to the rest of it so yeah. you, you never know i might become a spirit box fan you never know <laughs> and who knows when anything al- can happen <laughs> when the album comes out oh i will be playing some for buddy oh yeah <laughs> i don't doubt that for one second but yeah um so yes i'm obsessed with the song i'm obsessed with this band and that is why it's my number two circle with me by spirit box maddie what is your number two 
Yeah, so speaking of anything can happen, um, (laughs) my top two song of 2021 so far is from Julia Michaels. Who would have thought? And it is Little Did I Know. So, guys, if you (laughs) would have told me the beginning of the year, or even, I don't know, a couple of months ago, (laughs) that (laughs) a Julia Michaels song would be in my top five. Let alone number two. (laughs) Let alone number two. (laughs) I'd be like, nah, you're kidding yourself. Yep. You're an idiot. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But lo and behold. Here we are. Here we are with Little Did I Know, an absolute banger of a ballad. Yes. Just like rips my soul out every time I listen to it. <laughs> it is, honestly, it is, because I've talked about this song previously on the podcast, so I won't go like too much in depth. You can listen to that episode because I go in pretty hard. Yes. Um, But just the swelling of the strings and just the absolute like orchestral sort of feel that comes out at the end it just kind of like explodes into this like gorgeous really really full sounding ballad and I just like it's peak my taste yes (laughs) if you if you want a song that sort of encompasses what I'm about listen to this because it's like amazing vocals are on point yep like string section orchestral like backing and it just like unleashes i love it it's It's, yeah it's such a great song and i feel like you know um i've always been very vocal about the fact that i love julia michael so i'd like to Mm. think i have a hand in this but you know totally well you know you never know i will fully take credit for that (laughs) I'm joking. Take credit if you'd like. Go for it. I'm joking. No. Um. Yeah. So it is. It is such a great song, and I definitely feel like it's it showcases Julia's songwriting to like the yeah. perfect degree. And yeah. I and I definitely think that you know for people who you know may not like Maddie, who may not have been fans before, like I feel like if you are a fan of ballads and you really love that style, then this song is for you. It is perfect. It's the epitome of like a pop ballad like love song it's yeah gorgeous i love it um and every time every time i listen to it i just like you know it's one of those songs where you just have to like close your eyes and just like tip your head back and just kind of like belt along with it take it in it's it's beautiful so please listen to it um it's little did i know by julia michaels that's my top two song and we'll go to our albums now yes so we've got two left top album top song so I'll start with mine and it may come as a surprise guys, but my number one album of 2021 so far is Spaceman by Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> Just take that in Just for one second. Just let it sit for a second. <laughs> not, Do- not Dodie's album. Nope. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Um, honestly, the reason that this is my number one is I sort of base it around the fact that there is maybe one or two songs on this album that I don't like every single other one I think is fantastic I like I was listening to it and I was like surely there'll be a song soon that I don't like I was just like adding them all yep into my playlist (laughs) I was like okay this one's good next like they'd all just go in they're so good I think like there is I will be a little bit self-aware here (laughs) there is a tendency for these songs to all sound the same which I'm aware of Um, And I know that can sometimes be sort of like a downfall for an artist. And I have used that against (laughs) some people in my time, I must admit. (laughs) However, 
when the songs sound this good, I think it's excusable. <laughs> I think I, they're really good. I agree. Good. Yeah. I think they're all really, really good songs. Nervous, fantastic. There are like so many other songs that I love. Um, I think there's one called If I Fall. That one's great. Deeper Love is also great. <laughs> they're just like, it's just banger after banger after banger. They're, mo- they're mainly all love songs. Yep. Obviously, you know, with his new wife, beautiful yep. Priyanka Chopra. But they're just, yeah, the album as a whole is really, really great. And I love the Nick Jonas sound, I think. I mm. just can't get enough of it, obviously. Yes. Well, I mean, I was very surprised because... <laughs> I know. <laughs> When Maddie announced it to me, I did assume it was going to be Dodie's album. Um, but after thinking about it, I'm not so surprised because, you know, Maddie has been very vocal about her love for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, all three of them. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, but especially Nick Jonas. I Nick would... has a special place in my heart. Let's yes, not forget that. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not surprising, I guess, in the end that this is your number one, but I think what, you know, you sort of were touching on there is like, you know, yes, this could easily be sort of perceived as like manufactured pop, you know, to some people. But I think like, like you said, if the songs are that good, especially the fact that you said that you only dislike what, like two songs. Yeah, like one or two. That's the sign of a good album. And I don't really think you have to think too hard about it that much. If you like all, if you like most of the songs and they're all bops, then it's a good album. Damn right. (laughs) Damn right, Vivian. I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) So yeah, I, yeah, listen to any of the songs. I reckon there's something on there that most people would enjoy. If you're not like a Nick Jonas fan, I feel like there's something on there that, you know, you might find that you like. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's why it's my number one album. So far from 2021, Spaceman by Nick Jonas. Vivian, what is yours? So mine's definitely not a surprise. Not I a think. surprise in any shape or form. Um, my number one, my top album of 2021 so far is For Those That Wish To Exist by Architects. Yes. Wow. Drum roll. I was expecting that. I feel like I'm very predictable in all my countdowns so far. <laughs> in all the episodes we've done. Yeah. It's either like Halsey, Bring Me The Horizon. Bring Me The Horizon. <laughs> yep. That's also number one. <laughs> but yeah, so... I mean, it's just not not a surprise, really. But I was hyping this album so much for myself at the end of last it year. It was almost every episode you'd mention it because yes, every other week there'd be an architect song yep. in the countdown at some point. Yep, yep. And here we are. I mean, no <laughs> we surprise. We are at the culmination of that. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's just such a it's such a cohesive album, and you know, architects they've been around for so long now, and I think that. A lot of people, you know, they've sort of said, like, die-hard die Architects fans have, have said, like, you know, oh, they're not heavy anymore. Like, it's not as, like, intense as their last couple albums. But in my opinion, it's just, like, they're just evolving. They're just growing into something yeah. even better. And, like, that's definitely how I view this album. It's there's just it's the same thing. I love every single song on this album. Even, like, the intro, like, Do You Dream of Armageddon, which is, like, a very fitting, like, intro to this really, like somber very like dystopian album that's very sort of sad and talking about very relevant issues that we're dealing with um and that's something that architects have always done very well and it's very true to their style and yeah like in my opinion there's definitely heavy tracks on there like black lungs is 
probably one of my favorites on there, of course. That was pretty intense. Yeah. I remember when you showed me that, I was quite shocked. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Black Lungs, Animals, of course, lead single. I, I definitely feel like Animals was such a like perfect lead single because I definitely think a lot of people who like weren't fans of Architects, that sort of was a great introduction to them. Um, Flight Without Fellas is also another favorite of mine. It's it's definitely probably like one of the most. Um, it's n- not as like intense, and it's a very sort of slow song, which I think is really really cool because they haven't really showcased that before in their disc- discography. Um, what else? Uh, Impermanence, Goliath, which is uh, the song I spoke about on the episode when the album did come out. That's also really good there's just so many um all the songs they're just great all of them <laughs> all of them i don't <laughs> That's all you need to know every single one i don't dislike any of the songs but yeah um i i definitely think it's going to be hard to see like in the second half of the year like what comes out in terms of albums and stuff yeah if anything will top this for me, although Halsey might do it, but Ooh. we'll see. <laughs> that's another topic we can get into next week. We don't have yes. time for that. Oh, we will. <laughs> we do not have time for that right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, that is my top album of 2021 so far for those that wish to exist by Architects. Now we will go into our top songs and I will kick us off. And speaking of Architects... <laughs> Would you expect anything less? No, of course not. So my number one is Impermanence by Architects featuring Winston McCall from Parkway Drive. So this song is coming from their latest album. It is very heavy. It is very intense. And that's why I love it. <laughs> it's just, it's definitely, I would say it's probably one of the heaviest tracks on there because it just starts at like 100 and it just keeps going. Yeah. The whole way through. It doesn't stop. Like, it's full steam ahead for the full four minutes. And (laughs) I love it. Like, that's just what I love about them. And it's it's such an interesting, like, like sort of um, structure for them, though. Like, especially in terms of the riff and the chord progression, it's kind of... It's very different to what they've done in the past, which I think is really cool because they're finding new ways to still sort of really be heavy and everything, but... You know, it's not what you may be used to from them. And it's, yeah, like Winston McCall from Parkway Drive. I mean, if you guys are fans of Parkway Drive or, you know, even if you listen to medical music, like he is just, he's like known as like pretty much the one of the best vocal vocalists in metalcore. And that is definitely on show in this song. Like the way that he just enunciates everything is just, you just want to like step back and just not... <laughs> react in any way because this is like okay yep you have the four yeah i was like um it was kind of scary listening to it um like i was enjoying the song because again like it is very heavy so it's nowhere in my frame of what i listen to yeah in any shape or form but like the melodic elements to it i was like quite enjoying i was like you know like this is i could get into this and yeah then, and then that bit comes in and I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe not. I think I might just park this one um, for now. <laughs> kind of leave it there. Yep. You know. I mean, it's just, it's so funny watching Maddie react <laughs> to these to these songs because, you know, this is a genre that I listen to every day. I'm very much in the weeds in this genre. So when I listen to, I I kind of forget that people who don't, 
listen to like screaming or anything like it's a bit of a shock to them so like yeah. I'm immune to it like I don't I love it like that's one of my favorite parts of the genre so like looking over at Maddie <laughs> when Winston comes in it's just like it's it's a great experience I think my soul kind of left my body a little bit it was kind of like stuck in this ah oh, what do I do like <laughs> It's I'm just, not sure how to react. <laughs> it's just great. It's so fun. It's like one of my favorite parts when I when I bring her this type of music. You just do it for the enjoyment. You think it's funny. I do. <laughs> I mean, I will admit that 100%. Yeah. I mean, I was laughing myself because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, I'm just going to laugh because I, I don't know what's going on. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, like in the end, like I think that's one of we've said it so many times but that's like my favorite part about doing this podcast is like we have two very different ends of the spectrum of the musical spectrum but yet you know I think that we're both very good at just like being so open to whatever we like we'll listen to yeah and you know even if it's not within our taste like this is for Maddie (laughs) she still has a laugh about it and that's the best thing that you can really hope for exactly open to new experiences that's what we want to achieve by doing this yes 100 percent um so that is my number one song of 2021 so far impermanence by architects featuring winston mccall maddie what is your number one okay so huge 180 from architects yes my top song 2021 so far is it'll take some time by matt hansen Woo! so i've talked about the song before um, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, discovered through TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. Who would have guessed that TikTok I TikTok has brought us a lot. It really has. Mm. It really has. And <laughs> to bring me my number one song so far of this year is a pretty, pretty good achievement. For I sure. am so glad that I stumbled across a video of Matt Hansen belting his little heart out on TikTok <laughs> because I was instantly floored as soon as I heard it. And I was like, okay where is this dude's music? Like, I need to listen to full-length songs of this. And this song is just gorgeous. I won't go too too much in-depth, because I've already done that. But this, it's just this gorgeous acoustic guitar ballad with some little, like, piano bits here and there. And it's just so, so nice to hear him, like, in this way. Because a lot of his TikTok videos are of him, like, just absolutely belting. He's got this incredible like rasp growl on oh my god it just kind of like shakes my you know insides whenever i hear it Mm. but um like to hear him sing really like softly and sort of like toned down in this way and just like really you can hear the tone of his voice and it's just Mm. like angelic it's beautiful and i love listening to his vocals and i'm so glad that i stumbled across this song because I'm, yeah, just obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's the cool thing. Like, I, I, I'm i not on TikTok, so, like, <clears throat> I don't hear, like, a lot of these, like, vocalists that Maddie has brought up on the podcast. But when she did play me a couple of his videos, like, in contrast to the song, it's, it's so interesting because in the song he sounds so restrained and yeah. he's really pulling back on, I guess, what he's known for on TikTok. But, again, you can still sort of hear just how amazing his vocals are yeah. even though it's not showcasing like the, the most i guess like popular part or whatever like and that's what i think is really really cool and just shows how talented he is as a singer yeah just the control that he has over his vocal is yeah. like unmatched to anything that i've heard like it's just 
so amazing to hear the contrast that he can make just with his voice it's beautiful and then just like the gorgeous lyrics are really really nice it's like this really sad breakup song yeah it's just oh my god i just love it so much so that's why it's my number one song of 2021 so far it'll take some time by matt hansen Yes, so thank you so much for listening, guys. If you got this far, we really hope you enjoyed this countdown. And you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. You can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That is where you can keep up with all the latest updates of what's going on. And it's where you can send us your recommendations. So we've had a couple over this year but we're super keen to hear some more yeah as we get back into it halfway through the year keep the recommendations coming because we'd love to hear what you guys are listening to and if you have any opinions on what we're listening to let us know you can chuck us a dm comment on all of our posts do whatever you want we love to hear what you guys are listening to and your thoughts because it's really an open discussion so we are totally open to listening to anything um but that's yeah that's it so you can join us on monday for a brand new episode see you guys bye